I, I attempted to give you the three, two, one <laughs> signal, but, but, okay. I'm, but, but I'm not looking. <laughs> no. Okay. So we are rolling with right. episode one, take one. All right. Okay. It's Chris JJ from School Twist. We're sitting here remote right now because we're at the, hopefully the tail end of what's been a 12 month physical distancing pandemic going on around us. I actually just came back from my first round of, of COVID vaccination you know, minutes ago. Yes. Uh, yeah, very cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so you and I, even though we're about two miles apart, physically, we, we are on a Zoom recording this for what will be hopefully, uh, you know, a, a nice school twist podcast. So what we were thinking here, and you know, you know, this stuff, I'm kind of saying this for you know our friends and family that will likely be the only ones listening. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm newer to the education space. Uh, this would be a great opportunity for me to kind of dig in, hear what people have been doing. And, and two, there's some really, really interesting people uh, working in the volunteer capacity and a staff role in after-school enrichment programs. And it would be kind of interesting to hear a little bit of background of them you know, we plan to post these on uh, schooltwist.com blog, uh, and then who knows where from there. But you know, it'll it'll live on our blog, even for just us to appreciate. Okay, we've known each other for now about a year. Yeah. So you're you're Chris. Yes. I'm JJ yes. of School Twist. We've known each other for about a year, and, and we started working together on School Twist. Uh, for a couple months now it's uh, school twist has been around for a, for a little while before that and it's still kind of kind of ramping up in, in a very serious state at the moment so now we're we're, we're trying to trying to really get a, a good really high quality and useful product out to people and we have a start of a conversation here so we met when school twist was uh, accepted into Bunker Labs, a national nonprofit helping veterans and military spouses start and grow their business. You're accepted into the program. Yeah. We met then. So here, I'm going to turn over the microphone yeah. to you. Let's, let's hear your, your path from your hometown, Yeah, where you went, a little, you know, touch points along the way. And okay. then we're eventually going to get into how you stumbled into after-school enrichment. How I stumbled into after-school enrichment. So, uh, yeah, I uh, let's see. I'm from Seattle originally. You and I are both in Boston now, and uh, you mentioned Bunker Lab. So I I was actually in the Air Force after high school. Um, went to school at the Air Force Academy. I was in the Air Force for a while, and uh, and uh, you know did the Air Force thing. Left the Air Force uh, and did the business school thing. And, uh, you know, had this, uh, this journey between high tech startups, some family business stuff, some defense consulting, time goes on, moved around the country a whole bunch. And uh, interestingly, so like the story of school twist is actually so like I, I was always doing this, um, I always like technology, I, I like management, and I like business. And Somehow, uh, I ended up. Um, we had moved to Washington D.C. Uh, you know, basically for my wife's job. And while we were there, you know, like you know, my wife, she's awesome. She's working hard, and my kids are in school. And we wanted to do, or, or the, I wanted to teach actually uh, 
my son, uh, who was in first grade at the time, second grade, robotics. And we ended up like just through this confluence of events, doing some robotics at home and then other kids want to do robotics. And so we ended up getting these Lego education kits and ended up teaching like this after school class with these Lego education kits. And uh, it was it was this cool experience and ended up saying, all right, like I like the idea of more kids doing engineering. And I started this company called uh, Assembly. And we went to schools and we, I, you know, basically I made these after school engineering classes out of Lego bricks and kids would think, uh, learn how to think like an engineer. They'd make these skyscrapers and I, you know, there'd be this scenario of, hey, uh, I'm hiring you. I'm this business dude and I'm hiring you to build the skyscraper for me. And it's not an art class. So like, you know, I'm hiring you to build and I don't know what you need to know. And so ask me whatever you want. And, you know, these are typically like first graders or kindergartners. And so all they want to do is like start building. It's like, if you don't have any questions, then they would build these skyscrapers. And it's like, I want to make sure the skyscraper that I'm building for my company, you know, all my employees are going to be there. It's safe. And they go, yeah, yeah, I'm sure it's safe. And they just like keep building. And uh, we, they'd be really surprised when I'd break out this hurricane simulator that I created as a shot fan and stuff. Oh, wow. And, you know, we kind of work with the kids to make sure they didn't, you know, get too sad, but we would blow down their buildings or you know, <laughs> test it. And we try to frame it so that, you know, because with kindergartners, you, have, you actually you have to worry about them crying yes. and, and, and grownups. And, uh, but we frame it as like, awesome. Like, you know, it blew down. Uh, how are you going to change it? What, what are you going to do to make it different? And they would, you know, sometimes they'll be like, we're going to make it taller. And it's like, oh, actually not the right answer, but, you know, uh, and it was this great process and we did electrical engineering, but in that we ended up making, uh, you know, we got to something like 50 schools altogether. And that's actually still ongoing in, in, in a certain form, uh, mainly in the greater DC area. And in that experience, I got to see a whole bunch of schools and how all these different after school programs were being run kind of the best practices, what kind of worked well, what didn't work well, what kind of variations did you have? And as part of that, I had to write software to help run that operation. And then I kind of um, wanted to turn that into a product. And so uh, I exited from assembly that's still ongoing. And I've been focusing on school twist where I'm trying to take this software and turn it into a product. And we tested out a little bit and we have some initial success and now we're trying to kind of get it to the next level. So it's really, uh, really easy to use, you know, easy to onboard, kind of nice business stuff. Like not only does it work, but how can we make it work better? And really, you know, what's the problem the, that our customers might have? And actually like, you know, I've had these, I've been in these roles. So like I internalize it, but taking everything into a real product is, uh, is uh, you know it's a journey it's a journey so anyway that's like the long story of how i went from seattle to uh school twist in boston <laughs> yeah no that was that was really interesting i actually learned some things i hadn't heard before about you so that was good uh, <laughs> i do have a note to myself here to ask something interesting about your hometown uh, seattle is a little larger of a hometown than i don't know say Keene, new hampshire but what name one interesting thing about your hometown so I was, grew up on the outskirts of Seattle in an unincorporated part of the county. 
And so like the two nearest towns are Renton and Issaquah. Mm. Issaquah was kind of interesting in that uh, there used to be a little grass airport there and it was a big parachuting center. Oh, wow. And so when I was in high school that we had one of these silent auctions and I, I bid on, on getting parachute lessons from local airfield. And did you win? I did. And I went on two static line parachute drops uh, later that same day on my second one. If I remember correctly, I, I think somebody like, I think there was like the bad parachuting accident or whatever, oh, wow. but you know, I was this high school kid. So I was kind of oblivious. Yeah. Well, we won't dig in there. That that's really cool. It wasn't my uh, fault. <laughs> and that kind of sets you up for uh, military service, right? You get your, your first. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, all right. Let's, let's go back a minute to talk about, so you're running assembly. You're, you're a programmer by, by trade. Is that how you. Yeah. Mean? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, making sure you, you would also uh, recognize that. Uh, <laughs> and so, so you run into an issue. Why don't you get an off the shelf product? Why do you. Yeah. Or was there an off the shelf product? Why, why did you start the, what inevitably turned into school twist? That is, the, uh, that's that very good question, Chris. Um, I've been practicing, you know, I, so actually there, there were some off the shelf products and, and I went through um, a few and I tried a commercial one and an open source one. And so the commercial one actually at the time advertised themselves as being like for these after school programs. And I could tell like it was sort of designed for schools, but they'd repackage it for after school. But, you know, I didn't know. And like, it sort of looked like it'd work and we're registering for this class. And I'm so excited because we're taking credit cards for the first time. I know I've been taking checks before and I had to stop it mid registration. Like it was such a, frustrating experience for the parents that was just uh, everything was too obtuse and I was like you know what what in the world how like do you guys use this product <laughs> and 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 that was so when I first experimented with this there were a number that and then I sort of learned it was all sort of in the same categories like people had this software and they tried to repurpose stuff for schools for this or stuff for something similar for this. And it just didn't work out. They weren't focused on it. And they were like, Hey, we can make a little extra buck. Uh, and that didn't work out. Same thing with some open source stuff. I ended up doing some grabbing some stuff that was meant for events. Um, and since it was open source, I was able to, you know, grab it and change it for my own needs. And that was from a long time ago. Um, that is since gone and that like worked at a certain phase, but you know, when you're, going to a bunch of schools and you're starting, I cared about things like managing who's going to show up for instructors. And at this school, you might have these fees, this other school, you have another set of fees. Yeah. So there's like stuff. And so interestingly, some time goes on, I kind of drift away from it. I solved my own problem for assembly and there's new players out there, other software. And I sort of, personally sort of found it sort of the same thing. It's like, well, they, a new batch came out and they solve a certain problem, but it wasn't the problem I was really interested in, or they had a certain perspective that I didn't think served our market. Well, like it might be for recreation departments. And it's like, yeah, you could use it for after school programs. It's like, yes, but it really feels like you could tell it's built for something else. Like that's a different right. market. 
And I get it. Like if you're venture backed and kind of big, you need to be sort of, you need to go after these bigger, more interesting, you know, massive markets. Um, so, yeah. So anyway, like, but I really know the after school market. Well, I've, yeah, I've helped run these after school programs. I've taught them, you know, I've been on the other side. I've been participants in these programs. I've like tried to like get replacement volunteers for these programs. And, you know, I kind of, I've seen how awesome they could be when they're done well yeah. and how painful they could be when they're like almost done well and how sad it is when a school and a community like should have them, but they can't really like not enough people know how to do it or it's, they don't have enough volunteer hours pulled off. So uh, yeah, so that's kind of like why even now it seems like it's still a good opportunity. Like there's just not a good solution out there. I mean, I don't want to diss anybody that's out there now, but it's like, it's like, yeah, that's, I would still like to have it right now that what we're building. Yeah. And I think that will kind of always uh, be the case and, and until we build ours, there's always going to be <laughs> a desire. Right. And, and not to turn this into a, a full blown infomercial, but I really do like the, the tagline. I saw it somewhere as I was doing initial research on, on school twist, it's uh, software built by parents for parents. And I yeah. mean, that is pretty true. You're a parent, you've put on a number of these programs and nobody that's listening to the audio will, will realize that you just had to do a dance to turn on the, the uh, motion sensor lights in the background, but I wanted to call attention to that. Um, uh, yeah. yeah it's, so, so anyways, you have a, a ton of experience in this and it, it makes sense for you to be building it. So yeah, I think, I think, so. I, I think so. I, I mean, so like I, I, um, you know, feel free to keep going, but I, I was talking with um, somebody that, that works with us and, and we're at my daughter's uh, school helping run this, this program. And, or thinking about about this feature and we keep coming back to it's like all right as a, here's all these things like it could do but what is the thing that makes the volunteer's life easier and right. this is this nice like hey we just went through this setting up these classes at the school what was painful it's like in, in this particular case it was painful doing this back and forth with the teachers and figuring out what the classes are going to be and it's like we could just like anyway yeah it's it's a i think it's a good lens on how do we do this like for parents and you know and it was like we literally feel the pain <laughs> <laughs> yes for sure uh all right so we are down to our final two questions you know we oh we, we set up front that part of this uh would be to help me learn a little bit so yeah i have to pose you a question what should i have asked you about that i i didn't know enough to ask you is there anything that pops to mind? Uh, well, within the context of, uh, of what, if you were going to run a program, if you were going to help your school or what's interesting about these jobs or. There's, there's a whole, whole field to pick from apparently. If okay. Any, if anything in any of those. Okay. Pops to mind. Uh, yes. All right. Here's, here's a, here's a, a gem for you. Um, there, when I was in the Air Force, uh, actually, and before the Air Force, I was I was learning to fly, and I flew a little bit in the Air Force, but not like the big fun stuff. Um, but there is uh, this uh, magazine I always, always used to read, and in the very back page was I learned about flying from that, and I would read that religiously as this high school kid learning to fly, 
And it was always these crazy things like, when don't we start? And I was in midair and like, I'm gliding down and there were, and there's these real things that you didn't learn from your flight instructor, but it was like these crazy uh, experiences and just like hearing it was helpful, right? Uh, you know, you could put yourself in a situation that you would never encounter in real life and hopefully would never encounter. So there are countless stories like that out there. And we don't have a magazine of I learned about how to do after school enrichment programs uh, from that. But I will, I, I will share one uh, with you. And um, there is different programs in different places have different kind of uh, degrees of what's the right way to put it, kind of like clamping down on the kids. And I say that like in a good way at some schools mm-hmm. I've seen, it's just like, yeah, when the class is done, uh, parents should work out with their kids what's going to happen. And then just like literally the kids just walk out of the classroom and the parents will be there. And that works out well for those communities. Other communities, it's locked down really tight. And you teach the class and you take the kids to the front door and you have to check the ID of the parents before you pass them on. And it's like, even if it's the fifth time, you know the parent, you still have to check the ID. It's like really rigorous, right? So there's this range. Um, and in some schools, they'll go around. If somebody's not there, there'll be volunteers to help and whatnot. Anyway, I was at this uh, one school and a, a, a kid that uh, was supposed to go to the class didn't show up at the class. And at that school, there weren't any procedures around that. It was like, you know, the kids that were there, they'd show up and that wasn't the instructor's responsibility. Mm-hmm. Well, it turned out that this child had forgotten they were supposed to go to that class and and this was a place where like well the kid's supposed to go and that's just kind of the way it goes the child went got on the bus got oh, off wow. the bus and went home turns out mom's freaking out because mom's at work it was a mom in this case and they're trying to and the school driver the bus driver's like upset because he didn't know the kid wasn't supposed to you know be there <laughs> and and it was all this 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 big excitement but Obviously, it all worked out in the end, but there's like crazy things uh, that can happen. And there's this interesting balance, like when, like how much controls do you put on there? Like how, how big of a risk is that? And it's different for different communities, right? Some communities like that's a crazy bad thing. Others like, well, you go to the neighbor's house. It's not that big a deal. It depends. Um, but you know, so that's one story. And the stories just go on forever. They're all like, I, I don't know of anything bad that's happened, yeah. but there's a lot of stuff to consider when you're setting these up, these up and trying to figure out the right thing for your particular school. There's a, there's a lot of stuff to, to think through. There's a lot of, uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and that's a, that's a fairly serious one. Like I have it that is. fairly high on my list of things, like don't lose any children. Oh yeah. That's is, important. <laughs> pretty high on, on the agenda. All right. So it was a good one. Um, so my last one is, is much lighter and I'm totally ripping this off from the local, uh, editor, writer, gentleman in, in the innovation space. And he's been asking people lately, one new thing. So I, I, I prepped you before we talked, uh, what's one new thing that you've tried, done, experienced, tasted lately. And tell me about that and, and why, and did it delight you and, and you have two minutes all right uh, <laughs> uh this is just silly i yes my uh 
I've been downtown uh, lately in this uh, basically abandoned office building, uh, which is awesome. But uh, I, I did find a new breakfast place and uh, there's a Mexican restaurant close to here and they serve breakfast. And I got a new type of breakfast sandwich with chorizo and guacamole on it. And uh, it was frankly to die for. And I'm just like chuffed about it. <laughs> Well, now I'm so stoked that I asked this question because I also use this somewhat abandoned office. So I will be trying one new thing uh, next week. Yeah. Yeah. It's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I was on the fence about throwing that one in there because it's, you know, just fun and light. But now I'm, I'm yeah. thrilled that I did. So, all right. I think that's a good place for us to wrap this up. Uh, All right. Thank you for your time today. This was great. Thank you for talking with me, Chris. I, I'm glad uh, yeah. I've got an opportunity to uh, hash some of this stuff out. Awesome.